Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the MGR Cast, a podcast where I talk about collecting vintage Macs and all things related to that. In this episode, we will be talking about transitions in the Mac lineup. So far, there have been three different transitions throughout Apple's history. The first one was when they transitioned from 68,000 processors to PowerPC. Then the next one was when they transitioned from PowerPC to Intel. And now we're at the current transition where they're transitioning from Intel to Apple Silicon. My thoughts on the current transition to Apple Silicon is that I think it's the right move for Apple to make their computers with their own chips. So far, the AX series chips carry impressive performance and they're constantly improving every year. Like what I mean by that is say like between like the A9 and the A9X, there was like a large gain in performance between the X and the A series chips. And even then, the regular A-series chips the following year is almost always more powerful than the X-series chip of the previous year. Also, the main reason why Apple Silicon is probably better is because of power consumption. They are able to cram X-series chips into an iPad, which only carries about 10 to 15 watts of power, compared to like 45 on a Mac with a similarly performing Intel processor. And also, with Apple Silicon, Macs are probably going to become even thinner and still be able to run as well as they did before. And even then, they wouldn't even need fans. Fun fact is that I actually own the last Intel MacBook Pro, or at least I think it's the last one. It's the 2020 13-inch MacBook Pro, and it's my daily driver. Now, I'll discuss into detail the 68000 to PowerPC transition. So this transition occurred in the mid-90s when they switched from Motorola 68000 series processors that powered the first Macintoshes to PowerPC processors produced by IBM. The PowerBooks, Macintosh Performance Series, and the Power Macintoshes were all transitioned to PowerPC chips. Also, PowerPC were famously used in the first iMac and iBook, along with the first PowerMacs G3, G4, and G5. The Power Mac G5 was actually the basis for the later Intel Mac Pro. So next up in the next transition was the Power PC to Intel. This transition happened all throughout 2006. The Power PC chips were used in the iMac, iBook, Power Mac, and the PowerBook. The thing is that Apple actually transitioned their entire lineup with new names like the MacBook Pro instead of the PowerBook and the Mac Pro instead of the Power Mac. Unlike the 68000 to Power PC transition, PowerPC to Intel only took like less than a year. It was all throughout 2006 that they transitioned their entire Mac lineup. But there were absolutely huge performance gains with this move. The Intel Core Duo chips that they began using in early 2006 were two to three times faster than the G5, the most powerful of the PowerPC chips. Actually, a gain in performance this big hasn't even happened since. So the newest transition is Intel to Apple Silicon. We just learned about this to the public at WWDC 2020 that happened in June. Apparently there is a rumor about a new MacBook Pro with Apple Silicon that is supposed to come out by the end of this year or next year. It's rumored that it would feature ultra-slim bezels and a larger battery and it would actually be entirely fanless, unlike MacBook Pros that at least have one fan in them. And also an all-new iMac, which is with slimmer bezels, was rumored to come out this year, but that's not likely until next year or even 2022. 
More on my Mac, I own the last Intel MacBook Pro, which is the 2020. I really like it that it's Intel because it actually supports Boot Camp, which means I can run Windows on it if I need that. Because I don't really need it right now, but I might need it in the future, who knows. Also, Apple released the new 27-inch iMac, which is likely the last Intel Mac. I've seen plenty of reviews of it online, and I don't think it's that bad. I actually think it's a pretty nice update, and if you have, like, say, a 2011 iMac, I'd probably recommend upgrading to that. But if you have, like, say, a 2019 iMac, I wouldn't see any need to upgrade. So now, this is actually the end of an era, and it's going to be the start of a new one. And just on my opinion on this, I think it's the perfect move for Apple to move to making their own chips. The main thing inspiring them to switch is the fact that Intel has a very awkward schedule and almost never releases on time. And with Apple Silicon, they can control the release dates. Also, one more thing is that Intel charges ridiculous amounts of money for their chips. And with Apple Silicon being able to regulate how much they spend on their own chips, they will be able to make Macs much cheaper than they were before. So that is all for this episode of the MGR Cast. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.